What's up, guys? You are on the air and off the books with Bethan and Samantha. And today we are going to be talking about Colleen Hoover. What's the hype with Colleen Hoover? Well, BNS went undercover to figure out what the hype with Colleen Hoover was. Dude, she is on every single bestseller list from Here to Kingdom Come. Yeah. Um, Come to the library. You want a Colleen Hoover book? You better be ready to be on the world's longest list. list. Yeah. Which you should anyway. And even on like Libby and Hoopla and everything, there are forever wait. I think yes. that there was like a hundred holds on the one book. Was it Verity that I was yes. that I waited and waited and waited for, and then forgot that I'd already read it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. She's like crazy popular because um, of book talk right now. Um, yeah, but like, I don't know because like on the lists that we print out for here, because we have New York Times bestseller lists that go up what like every week or something like that. She's, like, got five or six on there. It's yeah. not just one. It's, like, it's every single book is a bestseller. I saw a really funny meme on Facebook the other day, and it was it said, why is every author on the New York best bestseller list? Every single, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of true. Yeah, but it's, like, she's up there with James Patterson and, like, she is David Bolt. Is it Baldac- Baldacci? 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 I don't know, man. Hey, David. David, <laughs> please let us know. Let us know what your last name is, how to pronounce that. But we just, and we, like, tried to decide this months ago. Like, yeah. What is going on with people loving these books? Yeah. So, Beth Ann um, read Verity. Yes. And I actually have read Verity as well. Um, but we wanted to read two different books so we could talk more about it. Yes. So, so I actually so we read. both read them. I actually read two different books by mistake. It was an accident. You fell through the rabbit hole and fell in love. I yeah. mean, it was very shocking. I did not anticipate the result. Yeah, I read It Ends With Us and also It Starts With Us. Um, I went in thinking, okay, you know, I don't like to, I don't, for some reason, I'm very against getting on like the hype train with books. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it's probably just going to be average, and then everybody's just loving it so much because it's Colleen Hoover. But no, this book was fantastic uh, until about 52% where it destroyed my life. Oh, my gosh. I remember that moment. <laughs> we were sitting, and she turns around, like wheels around in the chair. We have, like, the spinning chairs with her mouth hanging wide open, staring at me in disbelief. And I said, oh, no, was, either the book is really bad or it just got really, really good. It was like a tragedy. Like, the book... Okay, so first off, let me tell you what this book's about. It ends with us. Um, it is about... Let me just read you the little synopsis. Um, Lily hasn't always had it easy, but that's never stopped her from working hard for the life she wants. She's come long way. She's come a long way from the small town where she grew up. She graduated from college, moved to Boston, and started her own business. And when she feels a spark with a gorgeous neurosurgeon named Ryle Kincaid, everything in Lily's life seems too good to be true. Which it was. <laughs> Ryle is assertive, stubborn, maybe even a little arrogant. <laughs> Which he was. He's also sensitive, brilliant, and has a total soft spot for Lily. And the way he looks in scrubs certainly doesn't hurt. Lily can't get him out of her head, but Ryle's complete aversion to relationships is disturbing. <laughs> Which it was. <laughs> Even as Lily finds herself becoming the exception to his no-dating rule, 
She can't help but wonder what made him that way in the first place. First off, if a dude has a no dating rule, red flag number one. Because why are you up here with a no dating rule, sir? Well, it's just very non-committal, very playing yeah. around, not serious. Yeah. Sounds very dangerous. It just sounds like heartbreak if you're not in that same place. Yes. And I honestly don't believe in that rule because I don't think it actually works. People get... Right. That stuff is messy, let me tell you. Messy. So, okay, continue. As questions about her new relationship overwhelm her, so do thoughts of Atlas Corrigan. Her first love and a link to the past she left behind. He was her kindred spirit, her protector. When Atlas suddenly reappears, everything Lily has built with Ryle is threatened. Okay, let me tell you who the real MVP of this book is. Atlas. What a name. Atlas freaking Corrigan. These people's names, though, she gets she has some very, very unique names for her characters in her books. She does. Like, I don't know anybody who... That was a weird sound. Yeah. I don't know anybody <laughs> who has such... Usually it's just like... Except for, like, Sarah J. Moss. Okay, yeah, but they're, like, fae, aren't they? Like, like yes. otherworldly beings? And these people are just regular old Joes. Like, well, besides the neurosurgeon, but... Which is the the lamest Joe in town. Yes. Mr. Ryle. So, okay. Atlas and Lily's backstory throughout It Ends With Us is heartbreakingly beautiful and oh, sad. <laughs> and so Atlas, um, when they first met, they were about, like, I think 16. They were in high school, I'm pretty sure. And Atlas was homeless. And so he was just um, trying to survive out in the world um, in the cold and stuff like that. And Lily found out he was homeless, so she started letting him come into her house when her parents weren't home and, like, letting him clean up, letting him take a shower, um, and then eventually letting him sleep, like, on her floor because it got so cold outside. And it was just so cute and so sweet. Nothing like letting in possible danger. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fine, because they went to school together. Oh, I didn't say that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Plot twist, they went to school together. Um, But it was really sweet. And then, like, it sets up for Ryle to be, like, this bad boy. And you're like, okay, this is going to be, like, enemies to lovers situation. And... But did you kind of know, like... So it sets up this whole situation with Atlas and the main character. Yes. Did you kind of know that Ryle was going to be, like... No. I thought it was going to be like a love triangle. Oh. Which, it, I mean, it, it it was kind of a love triangle for a second, but I, like, I had some red flags that were, like, popping up with Ryle because Ryle was very, like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Why are you doing that? Yeah. And so I was like, okay. But not enough to be like, okay, this dude's bad news bears. Right. And he was, like, too perfect. So I was like, okay, there's something, something's going to happen. Yeah. And then it did, and I was, like, distraught for the rest of my life. I'm still recovering. Um, and then it starts with us, which is, like, the sequel to um, It Ends With Us, follows her um, spoilers from here on out with this book. So if you if this sounds interesting to you, stop now, go pick up It Ends With Us, and then it starts with us. Uh, this is a duology, right? Yes. Yeah. So... Basically, it starts with us, picks up. I thought it was going to be a prequel, like the whole backstory yeah. with her and Atlas, but it was actually a sequel. Um, so it picks off with her and um, Atlas 
basically just like reuniting and saying they they want to be together. And this book is much happier, much happier than it ends with us. There's really not anything like disturbing except for like one situation in the book that happens, but it ends with us 50 50% on you better be uh sitting down in the chair is all I have to say. So, would you categorize these as just strictly romance? I would mm, I would say it ends with us is like maybe could be thriller? Really? Very light thriller. It's more like it's okay, Intense. so it's domestic abuse. Yeah. So it's trigger warning. That kind of like Yeah. I feel like that's a theme in some a lot of yes. stuff. Like yes. if you don't really like, you know these are books you that you don't like, want to read about domestic abuse, definitely don't pick up um It Ends With Us or Verity for that matter. Verity is a lot worse than these. Yes. Th- these are very more romance. Um, driven than I think Verity was. Yes. Verity is more of your, like, psychological-esque thriller. And what is Verity about? Bethany is going to tell us. Yes. So I started reading this, and I realized I'd already read it. And I actually forget the names of these kids, except for the twins. Anyway, so it's about this woman who kind of falls down on her luck after her mom dies, and she's an author. And she gets brought into um, this... Well, it actually starts with her watching a man get hit and killed by a car. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Like, And it talks about how the blood splashes on her and all this other stuff. And then she runs into this, like, handsome man. And um, I think his last name's Crawford. And um, <laughs> he... Like, they have this weird interaction. And then she goes into her agency with her agent. And then all of a sudden runs into this man again. So that was like, oh, okay, that's weird. And then it is essentially this man commissioning this woman to finish out his wife's most famous um, the the book girl's series. name is Lowen. Yeah, and Lowen. the guy's name is Jeremy. Lowen. Yeah. See, I can't remember these names because they're so complicated. Very interesting. So Lowen is commissioned by Jeremy. You said Jeremy, right? Yeah. Okay. Listen. Mr. J. Mr. J. Um, Loman is commissioned by Jeremy to write the rest of his wife's most famous series, and he wants to pay her, like, $500,000 or something like that. And like So obviously, like, okay, sign me up. Yeah. And so she ends up, like, getting evicted out of her house and then, like, oddly moving in with this man. And what happened to his wife is, is that she got in this crazy car accident, hit a tree, and now she's essentially crippled. crippled. Like, she can't talk. She's, she's like, seems as though she's not there. She's there, but she's not there. She has to have a full-time nurse take care of her. And so it's just odd because his son is in the house. This woman that is his wife is in the house being taken care of by a full-time nurse. Um, kind of like hospice care, essentially. And then she is, like, meandering around this home living with them. So it's just all around, like, whoa. And so she starts getting settled and reading through all of these manuscripts in this woman's office. And she stumbles upon an autobiography that she starts to read that exposes a lot of things in um, his wife's life that are actually pretty devastating about 
two children that they lost that recently died, two twin girls. Spoiler alert from, um, from here on out. Yes, this the problem with Verity, I think, is, is that that's really all you can get. Right. There's nothing else after that that's going to be able to be explained. This is definitely like a roller coaster. It's confusing. It's ambiguous. Disturbing. It's very disturbing because you don't know really who the bad guy is here. Right. And she does a really good job of that. I feel like um, either way she's the bad guy, though, because how could you, like, go in a place yeah. like that and write about those things about your own children? Yes. So, like she said, spoilers from here out. So if you want to read Verity, you better pick it up now because I am going to get real with you. So, um, the, so Jeremy meets the author Verity. That's why the book is called Verity. Chucker, surprise, plot twist. Which is so interesting to me why they called it Verity. Because I guess it's essentially about her, but... Maybe, yeah. I don't know. And Verity means truth, which gives you a deeper, like, whoa. So, okay, anyway. Plot twist. (laughs) Like, deep thinking. So he meets Verity, and they, like meet lying to get into a party and they steal a limo and go away and like you know make love and oh my god I gotta marry you blah 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 and then she ends up pregnant and he or it turns out that he loves these children more than he loves Verity and mm-hmm. she's angry yeah like ferociously angry about it so much so that okay this is sensitive information that she tries to induce an abortion on herself um, to get rid of the children, so much so that one of the children, when they're born, one of the twins is born with a scar. Right. Um, and so the twins survive, um, and she begins to, like, take this sickening liking to one of the twins over the other ones. Right. And wants to, like, murder one of the twins to protect the other twin. And she, yeah. like, talks about in this manuscript, this autobiography that... Um, Lowen is reading about how she would like let the when he went away to work she would lay in bed and let the twins cry all day and then she would only like take care and clean them up when right before he got home to make it look like she had been with them all day and like all this other stuff and so she started writing again becoming successful and then she was trying to win his affections back essentially in her mind and so she faked a pregnancy but then accidentally got pregnant with the new boy and throughout this whole thing, you find out that she's the one that's murdered the kids. And she's the one that's been, like, doing all this crazy stuff. And I think in the manuscript it says that she's the one who tried to fake her own death in the tree. Yes. And so at this point, Lowen is like, already slept with the man while she's in the house. They're still married. Um, she's been setting up cameras trying to catch this one because she thinks she's faking all of this, like, stuff and trying to get her to, like, reveal that she's up and walking around. And um, so at the end, she eventually shows the husband, Jeremy, the manuscript, like this autobiography that she's hidden, that she hasn't published yet. He freaks out. They plot to kill Verity, murder her, start a happy family. Lowen is pregnant. And then all of a sudden, the truth comes out that Verity was told by her publisher or writing coach to write an autobiography as an antagonist for a 
what is it called? A writing exercise. Right. So that when she's writing her series, that she can get more invested into being an evil person. Right. And that technically, Jeremy already knew about this manuscript. He already read it. Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. But you, but it's done in such a way that you can't know yes. who's telling the truth. And I think that she, they released a new, um, like a special copy of the book that tells you. Oh, really? I think. Dude, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I think that the. Um, I'm going to have to look that up. The new edition or whatever tells you. Which was the truth and which was the lie? That would be very interesting to me. Can't be certain. We're definitely going to have to look that up after this podcast. Um, it was so convoluted and so twisty and so, like, like puke-inducing throughout the whole thing because of the stuff that, you know, Verity yeah. did and the stuff that Loan was willing to do while this woman was... She was in this woman's house, mm-hmm. sleeping in this woman's bed, like... Taking yeah. this woman's husband, and then he was just kind of going, trotting along with all of this stuff. And, you know, he's an endearing father, but a creep. And, like, you know, I don't, I don't know. It, it was definitely, like I said, a psychological thriller-esque situation. Mm-hmm. I did like it. There's a lot of hype for Colleen Hoover. There is a lot of hype. We thought we would get on here and think that possibly we were just like, eh, it's not for us. It's not great. Right. Um but you were right to have me revere because I feel like if I would have read It Ends With Us, I would have hated it. Yeah. I, th- I don't think that you would have liked it either. But I think that I I think that I am going to read Layla because I think that's like another book similar to Verity. People say that it's extremely twisted and creepy. I think that she is – because in the library, she's in like romance and then she's also in fiction. So if you're looking for something – there's something that she writes for everybody, essentially. Right. Yeah. So I would check her out for sure. I mean. Everybody come to the library. Get run. yourself. Okay. Well, maybe don't come to the library. Maybe put it on hold because yeah. <laughs> it probably won't be here. But people are checking them out left and right. We got like a million copies and they're flying off the shelves. It's because she's writing to like, to stump you, man. Just like yeah. you said, like, you never anticipated any of that happening. No. Would you have been content, though, if it was just a simple love story? No. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, but... So you needed that extra, like, flip. Yeah. Colleen Hoover is, like, legit, man. She's got some crazy bookstore. Ideas. She's got her own bookstore in, she I think, does? Texas. What? It may not be Texas, but I know that she's got this giant book event called Book Bonanza that she has created, and she has all of these, like, crazy popular popular Kindle Unlimited authors. There's, like, over a hundred authors. Oh, really? Is it like a signing event and stuff? Yeah. So you can, like, you get on this group, and I think tickets are, like, they're really crazy. They're, like, $250, and that's just for the ticket. Um, But you get on, and you can, like, pre-order all of these books, and then... um, when you get there, you get all the books, and then you just go around and have, like, Whoever the author sign, sign them, them. talk to them, stuff like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Dude, I definitely want to go so one day awesome. in my life um, because there are, like, a ton of authors that I read on Kindle Unlimited there. Yeah. So huh. I definitely want to go. She's really neat. It'd be interesting to – I would love to sit down and pick her brain, too, like, to see right. where her inspiration comes from because, like, they're not just regular stories to me. Like, that, yeah. I would have never thought of that. 
Yeah. Maybe one day we can get Coho, Coho on. on the podcast. Yeah. Coho, if you're listening, We've join us. We've already nicknamed you, so you have to be on the podcast I mean, that's, now. That's already her nickname. Is it? Yes. Oh, clever. <laughs> I like yeah, it. I just made it up, you know. I like it. Very good, very good. Just thought of it snaps. out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, definitely... Read Colleen Hoover. Um, tell us what your favorite Colleen Hoover book is and what we should read next. Yeah, and if there's another Colleen Hoover that you would like us to read, I wouldn't mind trying to tackle that because yeah. it wasn't awful. Yeah. It was great, actually. Was and I, we would highly recommend them. It's very much for both of us. Yeah. I liked it. I yep. liked it a lot. So that's the hype, guys. It's, that's the it's hype. real. All right. Coming up March 23rd, we have Ellie Marnie. The beautiful, gorgeous, amazing Ellie Marnie um, on the podcast with us. We actually already did record this, but our great, awesome producer extraordinaire, Benjamin. Producer, editor, problem solver. He is editing (laughs) that right now. So that will be available for everybody to listen to on March 23rd. And also, if you follow Ellie on Instagram, she is the author of None Shall Sleep. And Some Shall Break, which is coming yes. out in June. Um, if you follow her on Instagram, I think her name's just Ellie Marnie, um, then she also will be posting a link to that podcast um, coming up. Yes. Um, and then you should also sign up for her newsletter called The Black Hand. Yes. Um, so if you Google her and look her up, those are really awesome. She She's, she's, she's a, really a fantastic cool author and, and a cool person all around in general, so definitely tune in for that that was a very special yeah special episode to us yeah and if you really like ya but you like crime thriller like this book is absolutely 100 percent for you and one more thing before i'm because i need to stop babbling because it's just she's just so awesome (laughs) like i just love her like i know we said this is young adult but don't let that like Hold you back from yeah. reading this because this is the most. Twisted, it's like the craziest young adult. Oh book my gosh, that it's I've read. Fantastic, and I'm sorry, it's but it very, is better than Naturals. It, it is. is. Better than, it is. We so never thought good. we would find something that could compete with the Natural series, but here we are. Here we are, and it is great. And there are some spoilers that I don't think there's spoilers because she told us, but yeah. we feel like we got privileged spoilers in the interview about the um, duology. Yes. You know, maybe. We can't. <laughs> possible. I don't know. Like, you know, mysteries. So tune in and you'll be able to watch that. See Ellie Marnie's smiling, beautiful face. Yes. And, um, and her cool accent. She has the coolest oh, yeah. accent. Absolutely. She's from Australia. So to have her on the podcast was crazy. We it's had to, so like, figure neat. out a time that worked. So her time was, like, what, 9, nine in the 10 a.m. And we're, like, yeah, five in the afternoon. borderline asleep at 5 p.m. <laughs> It was so cool. But the the advances in technology allow us to be able to yes. come together and to be able to have those opportunities. So Yes. And then on April 6th, um, we will be reviewing A Court of Thorns and Roses, a.k.a. Akatar. <sighs> Finally, after all these years. Yes. After all of these the years of convincing. After all of Samantha's harassment and yes. bullying and HR calls. And yes. <laughs> after no. all this time. They only had to fire me like five times. <laughs> No, we're just kidding. Um, no, but I definitely convinced Beth Ann and um, our supervisor, Justin, to pick up this book and read it. And yes. 
Justin liked it, so you know what? I've got high hopes for Beth Ann over here. Okay, I'm halfway through it. Yeah. Justin finished it quicker than me. He well, did last it really fast. Yes, but I'm almost finished. But my problem is I keep picking up Miss Bourne. Yeah. Brandon Sanderson, I'm I'm in the Sandra Ranch. I'm following with it. You know, <laughs> the I, Sander Ranch. The Sander Ranch. Yes, I 100. percent Are you a Sanderson? Yeah, I asked Sanderson. <laughs> Yes, that's so good. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I love those books. Yes, yeah, so that's Justin's fault too. But whatever. Def- definitely, definitely, definitely. Listen on April sixth. That will be releasing um, on any podcasting platform. Um, hopefully, we'll get Justin on here with us. I'm sure that he will do that for us because you know, podcast podcast We're, comes we can first. We be pretty you know? convincing. Yes. So. Join us for our next few episodes, and we hope that you guys will. We hope we convinced you the hype with Colleen Hoover yeah, is real. Exactly, because it, it's very real. Yes, and we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye.